Ignite Impact Podcast. I am Tracy Purdy, and I believe that people are placed into our lives at every step in our life journey to be an integral part of our story. Here on the podcast, we will talk with individuals who have influenced me, helped me grow, nurtured me, inspired me, transformed my thinking, and enriched my life, and will do the same for you. We will be covering a variety of subjects, so stay tuned to be inspired and encouraged. Welcome to the podcast today. Today's episode is called Season of Change, and you get me again today. Hopefully, some of you are happy about that. <laughs> I know it's it's not my favorite thing to do. I love visiting with other people and hearing other people's stories, but today, i got to fill you in. So, th- this might be a little bit of a long story to get to the end, so stick with me. I have recently retested on the Enneagram as a two, not a nine like I previously believed myself to be. I still see tendencies of a nine, but in my current life state, I'm fully in all the feelings of a two. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, I suggest that you look at it as a tool in relationships and how to better relate to those that are around you, not as a defining method. I will not allow myself to be defined by my number, Uh, but I do feel like I have a better and more clear understanding of the way I process things and the way that I interact and receive others. All this to say, twos are known to be helpful, nurturing, and caring towards others because they want to belong and be loved by others. They will rarely say no when asked for help, and they often put other people's needs before their own. Twos are empathetic and encouraging and find great joy in supporting others. Just another example of why this podcast brings me so much joy. I love encouraging others and yeah, cheering people on. So a two's deepest fear, we fear being alone and unloved and we cope with this fear often by taking care of others and making themselves central to other people's lives. Um, Our core motivation is that we want to feel loved and appreciated, which motivates them to express love towards others in words and actions. Okay, all that, does, this is not an Enneagram podcast. I, I get that. But I'm sharing all of this because it is becoming more of a reality in my life right now. I am a natural people pleaser And get all up in my feelings when I feel like someone doesn't approve or see what I'm doing to be helpful or the right thing. Especially in an unhealthy way, I often seek the approval of others before truly seeking what I believe I'm called to or the direction that the Lord is calling me. 
So a prime example of this was after college. Adam and I were in Arkansas and we had been dating for a while and I had just accepted a really awesome job position with a national accounting firm as an auditor. It's what I went to school for, and my parents helped me get the interview, so I felt like this was the direction that I was supposed to go. It would help all fall into place if I took this job. I would live close to my family. I would have a stable job that would be able to provide for me. I would be close to Adam, and then one Easter, Adam came home from spending the weekend away to figure out life, right? He came home and he turned my world upside down when he decided to move to Florida to be a part of the family business. And I prayed about it and knew exactly what I was supposed to do, even though it looked nutso to every single person around me. I had to tell my job that I declined and was going to move to Florida. Didn't have a job in place, no place to live. We're not engaged. This looked completely crazy, felt crazy. Even Adam told me not to do this. <laughs> but I just knew in my gut that it was supposed that it was where I was supposed to be. He was at the at that point, he was working 7 days a week. He was living with his aunt and uncle. And I was like, never going to see him. But I had never been down here. I'd never, other than like a very, very quick vacation, um, I had never been here. And I thought to myself, if I am going to be with this man forever, which was our dream, I needed to know that I was going to like it here and that I was going to be able to find my place here. So over the years, I have struggled with the feelings of always letting my family down always deciding against what they had dreamed for our family life to look like. You know, I screwed it up in my mind. This is, this is my two talking, right? I'm sharing all this to say that I really struggle with caring so much about what other people think. I crave stability and comfort. My mind and heart um, were conflicted in this decision, but God ordered my steps. And I believe that now that after some years that my family has eventually, hopefully, <laughs> given me their blessing and has seen that this was a far better plan for mine and Adam's life after much, re much reservation, I mean, because it did, it looked crazy. I still remember calling my dad to let him know about the job that I was offered down here in Florida, which I was super, super grateful for, for $9 an hour. And I was so excited. And I remember feeling the disappointment and the fear from him through the phone and him thinking, you don't have to do this. You could just stay home. And you know, the thought crossed my mind over and over again. But I knew. It was God who had interrupted my plans. So after almost 18 years now in Florida, having an amazing community surrounding us, starting a family here, living in one of the most beautiful places that I would have never, ever picked 
on my own. I was not a Florida girl. I'm an Arkansas girl at heart and I love the woods and I, you know, we, I was never a beach girl. So I look back on that time right after college and I see why God redirected my steps. So constant stability is not a guarantee in life. Most of us go through our own share of ups and downs, but that doesn't mean that encountering change in our circumstances is always easy. It can leave you feeling uncertain and anxious or even trigger a fight or flight response in them. And twos, like myself, seek consistency, particularly in how they relate to others. So they feel most comfortable in stable relationships where they feel accepted and valued. And they may be resistant to change except in certain situations. If the change is likely to benefit them, twos are typically more inclined to support it because of their desire to please people. When encountering change, twos need some time to adapt. I'm coming to a, I'm coming to a point here, guys. Stick with me. Um, but in the midst of our lives stopping, important things being canceled, or even wondering if God is around and if he's working in our lives, he is inviting us to make space for him right where we are, and he will meet us there truly believe this. I believe that he continues to whisper in the stillness of our hearts. He says, my goodness can come forth even now, even in what is lost, even in the disappointment, even when plans do not go the way you thought. I am in control and I know where you are going. I'm not going to abandon you or leave you to fend for yourself. I will provide for you and bring you where you need to be. Will you trust me? That doesn't mean that we can't ask him for what we desire or need. We pray and then trusting in his love and care, we leave it in his hands. Letting go, which is really difficult for me because I do love control, doesn't mean leaving your God-given creativity, your emotions, drive, ideas, or dreams, pushing all of that to the side. We simply... Let him be the leader in our endeavors. So has that ever happened to you? If, if you're anything like me, you probably didn't want to submit your plans and embrace uncertainty. Maybe you have wanted to stick to your perfectly planned out day. Not unlike this, this situation, sometimes God allows curveballs to be thrown into our lives. It's our choice to submit to God as he changes our direction, or try to have things our way. You've probably heard this a thousand times. Let go and let God. But I strongly believe it's the first step to overcoming perfectionism. Don't get me wrong, it's completely okay to make plans. Actually, it's very wise to make plans. But you don't but you have to let go of the idea that things will happen exactly as you plan them. Sometimes things will change a little. Other times they will change a whole lot. Regardless of how much they change, you can still have peace and contentment. But how? Because you let go of the control and you place it back where it belongs in the hands of God. When you let go of control, 
even when your plans don't work out, you're okay because you know God is in control and he will always make a way out. But also understand that the way out God makes for you might not be what you're expecting. Have you ever had a great laid out plan and one thing changes everything? (laughs) I'm coming to learn that God's highest blessing may not be having my plans and dreams turn out like I planned. As the proverb puts it, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. That's Proverbs 69. As human beings, we will never stop making plans, but perhaps a lesson for us is to hold our plans lightly. Living in the unexpected where my plans changed was teaching me to trust in God who never changes. We don't need to worry about what is next, but instead can have peace and live in the contentment knowing that he is in control. He promises his goodness will prevail over losses, disappointments, and heartaches if we trust him. I love the scripture that says many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Proverbs 19.21. I love that this scripture says we don't just have some plans. We have many plans. I know I do. I have lists and notes and memos full of ideas of things I want to try, books I want to read, goals I want to accomplish. And at times it can be frustrating knowing that I actually don't have enough time or energy to pursue every plan that comes to heart. There is no guarantee we'll see our plans come to pass perfectly. This often leaves us to face the sting of what feels like failure when our many plans remain lists in our planners, scribbles in our journals, you know? But what if we choose to look at our unaccomplished or interrupted plans not as failures, but as opportunities? What if God is using what we called failed plans for his greater purpose? Unfulfilled plans are often pathways to God's greater purpose. And when our focus is on God's purpose over our plans, we are freed from the pressure that they create. It is a daily struggle, though. (laughs) Uh, We release the urge to do everything at once and the frustration when we realize that we can't. Plans are what we intend to do, but the effects of our purpose in Christ grow far beyond our intentions. No matter what plans come to pass or not, we can always have peace when we know that even if plans fail, God's purpose always prevails. Okay, so if you have hung in this long for the main point of this episode, (laughs) thank you. While I had great and grand plans for this season of the podcast to expand and reach out to new people that are impacting the world and the communities around you, literally the day after I made the announcement and made a form to be able to gather people to reach out to, we got a call that could potentially change our family and our lives as we know it. Um, While I am sorry to 
be super vague currently. <laughs> I can tell you that when we got this call, I immediately began to pray for things that I needed to pause or release during this potential season of change. And the podcast was the first clear answer. It was a no question type of prompting. So here I am saying that I'm going to pause this season right now. And it makes me sad, but I know that this is what I need to do. Um, I will be back at it because it does bring me so much joy and hopefully encourages those that listen. Um, While the decision to pause the podcast was an easy decision, I have been fighting the feeling of letting people down. (laughs) I literally had six new people on the calendar for interviews on the podcast, and I was so excited to share them all with you. It took all that I had to reach out to those people and to let them know that I wouldn't be able to follow through at this time. I even called one of my dear friends who has a podcast as well as another super successful business and I said, I'm letting everyone down. And she said something that initially cut, cut my feelings, but it's the truth. It is the real truth. The whole world doesn't revolve around this podcast. (laughs) And the people are not thinking about you as much as you think they are. I mean, (laughs) how true is that, right? Um, So I have to put my needs and my family's needs before this podcast during this season. So I'm here asking you, Will you join us in praying for our family during this season of potential change? We so appreciate all of the kindness, the encouragement, the wise counsel that we are seeking during these times. Um, So here I am saying, until next time, and I'll keep you posted on when that'll be. (laughs) Oh, thank you again for all of your encouragement with a podcast, it truly means the world to me. And I, I really, I can't wait to get back at it. Um, But it's very clear that this um, is a potential season of change for me. And I need to go back and reread and listen to everything (laughs) I just spoke on because I don't necessarily do change well. So setting this aside is going to be my first step in hopefully doing what the Lord is calling us to do at this point. So thank you again. I truly, truly mean it when I say that I appreciate you listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed day. And you will hear from me soon. So stay tuned. Until then.